0: Mangrove, the zero yeah. go, the zero yeah. go, the zero
1: Welcome to another edition of Touring the AFC South. I am your host, Mike Patton. Thank you for coming back and tuning in. Of course, this week's episode, we have none other than uh, Titans uh, reporter and writer, uh, Teron Davenport from ESPN coming through to talk about the Tennessee Titans. Uh, Again, if you're listening on Spotify, Thank you, thank you, thank you. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, thank you, thank you, thank you. Google Podcasts, wherever you're tuning in from, thank you, thank you, thank you. If you like what you're listening to on Spotify, go ahead and give me that five-star rating. I'd appreciate it. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please, please, please give me a five-star rating if you like what you hear. And if you feel so moved, write a review. I'd greatly appreciate it. Now, before we get to Tehran and talking about the Titans, of course, I have to give you my rant for the week. I got to get something off my chest. And we see it happen time after time, every single year. But first, of course, it's story time as well. (laughs) Of course, you know, before the days when I was married Back in my single days, in my 20s, you know, you always have that one time you think you meet the one. And by the one, you know, you think about getting married and having kids and things like that. Well, at one point in my 20s, I thought I met the one. Now, I'm not going to reveal any names or anything like that. Some may know who I'm talking about, some may not, but hey. We're gonna leave all that stuff anonymous. <laughs> but in my twenties, I thought I met the one, and I I was I was in love. I would do anything and everything, and there you go. I thought one day we would get married. But you no, know, love sometimes can blind you to a few things, and in this instance, I have to also think. Was it really love that I was in? You know, missed a few personality traits, missed a few different things that I just didn't like. I was looking over because I was like, "Ah, you know, I, I love her. Well, come to find out, things didn't work out for one reason or another. We broke up. I was a little heartbroken, but I survived and I moved on. And of course, now I'm married As well. So I'm married and been married what would be 12 years this year. I'm speaking on that because the NFL Combine is coming up. And a lot of times these scouts at the NFL Combine see somebody do a bench press and they see them running on air and they're like, wow, we're in love. We've got the right one. And sometimes it just doesn't work out. The name Tony Mandrich comes to mind as a person where it just didn't work out. Sure, he had all the measurables. He had all the different things. But what he didn't have was the ability to produce on a football field. As we all know, it just didn't happen for the Colts and the Green Bay Packers, and his career was nowhere near what anyone expected it to be. The rant this week is for the scouts. Don't get fooled. Why do you continue to get fooled every single year? Every single year. You get fooled by a guy running in shorts and lifting weights and doing this and that and the other. What, what you must notice is that lifting weights does not necessarily mean you're a great player. It does not. There's been plenty of bad player that did not, that lifted great weights. I mean, did great with a bench press, did with this, did with that, only to not produce in the NFL. So scouts, pay attention to the intangibles. Pay attention, can he catch the football? Can he block? Can he move his feet? Don't get blinded by just the speed either. Notice the football drills. The player could run a 4-3 and have stone hands. Do you really want to draft him because he's just fast and risk your job for that? Now I don't think that answer is yes. It's definitely a no. So, before you start falling in love with this player, that player, or the other. Examine the full picture. Don't get fooled. Don't get locked up with something that you don't want when you find out the real deal. All right. I had to get that off my chest. Definitely feel a lot better. But after this commercial break, we'll be back with ESPN's Teron Davenport. You're listening to Touring the AFC South with your host, Mike Patton. Going through some things and not quite sure who to turn to? Well, let me tell you about Peace of Mind Counseling and Life Coaching. They offer services ranging from mental health counseling, parenting classes, life coaching services, therapy, alcohol and drug assessments, and so much more. And all the services are monitored by licensed supervisors also they're currently offering free consultations for counseling or life coaching all you need to do to get started is reach out to them online at www.peacemindclc.com or give them a call at 615-930-1230 to get started again you can reach out to them online at www.peacemindclc.com com, or give them a call at 615-930-1230. So if you feel you need to talk to someone or know someone that needs to talk to someone, take the time to reach out to Peace of Mind Counseling and Life Coaching, where the motto is, it costs you your peace of mind, then it is too expensive. Welcome back to Touring the AFC South. I am your host, Mike Patton. And, of course, I'm in Nashville, Tennessee, for those that don't know. And the team here is the Tennessee Titans. Of course, there's been a few bits of news around uh, the team in the city. And, of course, I want to bring that to you, you know, to the nation tonight. Of course, there's no one better to bring that news than uh, the ESPN reporter and writer for the – on the Tennessee Titans, Teron Davenport. What's going on, man? What's up, man? What's going on? Oh man, just in you know, trying to dodge all this rain outside, man, all these floods popping up.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a lot of rain out there, but you know it is what it is. That's one thing that happens here a lot I noticed
1: <laughs> right, man it just hey, it goes from one season to the other as well <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um now, I wanted to ask you as well, you know of course, I didn't get to to bring you on um at the end of the season uh so to kind of ask you what the vibe but what is the vibe kind of around the titans uh you know that you know this at this point of course it was a disappointing ending in terms of you know how the season ended but you know what's kind of the vibe around the team right now
0: well i mean for the most part it's there's disappointment they wanted to you know be in the super bowl wanted to win it so obviously there's a level of disappointment there but i think really you know when you look at everything um uh, they feel they have the pieces in place to be able to, to win the Super Bowl. So they're just looking to run it back. And, and you know, Mike Grable said that they have to be great around Ryan Tannehill. And, and that's going to be the approach. So we'll see how they do that in free agency and in the draft.
1: Now, uh, you did mention the Super Bowl. And, of course, with the Super Bowl, of course, there's talk around Nashville about a potential new stadium. Now. Mm-hmm they talked about, you know, doing the upgrades and things like that. And all of a sudden now, you know, they said the upgrades maybe cost too much and potentially a new stadium with the Titans. Now, have you heard anything about this or what are your thoughts on that?
0: Well, I mean, they have the structural issues that prevent them from being able to do a a complete remodel. So it's probably going to be more feasible for them to, Build a new stadium. But the thing you have to recognize is when you're building a new stadium, a lot of times it's not just that stadium. There's things around it. So that riverfront, I would imagine, would be a lot different. And uh, that would be good for the city, uh, more attractions and things like that. And then being able to have a new stadium, obviously, that's going to allow you to host a Super Bowl. That's kind of the reward you get for building a new stadium. And you have all the other events, you know, women's Final Four, you got the Final Four men's basketball you have all kinds of things as like WrestleMania everything that you can you can have even exhibition basketball games maybe something along those lines you know maybe have uh, the Memphis Gri- Grizzlies come here to to play a, a game or two I and mean, there's all types of things that you could do
1: now uh, do you do you see a retractable roof at that stadium as well or at least uh, kind of that that new i mean right now it's so
0: much up in the air there's there's no telling uh, what they're going to do it's probably going to need to be some type of uh, covered arena, whether it's open air, like what they have uh, at SoFi Stadium in LA or or something along those lines. But I mean, you you see the weather, it it rains here a lot. So, you know, you're gonna need something.
1: Definitely, definitely. Now let's go into more of the off season talk. Uh, You mentioned, of course, them running it back. And of course, running it back, you're gonna have to have healthy players to do so. Three guys that kind of had health issues this season. A.J. Brown, Julio Jones, Derek Henry, um, are they still kind of rehabbing or going through things, or are they just in their normal kind of, you know, rehab, normal kind of off-season, you know, training and conditioning right now?
0: Well, I, it's still an ongoing process for Derek Henry. I haven't talked to any of them, so I mean, I, I can't tell you exactly where they are in, in the process. Um, I, well, I know A.J. Brown is, is, you know, he had he got some time to himself, you know, and, and enjoy some time off. And I would imagine he'll be back working. But remember, he, he wasn't he didn't have a health issue to end the season. So he was OK. And, and obviously, Derrick Henry came back in that last game. And uh, that's going to be an ongoing process. When you have all that stuff going on in your foot. You know, you got a plate in there and screws. And that's a process that takes a, a bit of time. So I don't think that he's going to be on that same regimen that that he was this past offseason and this early in the off season, So, that's pretty much where it is.
1: Gotcha. Gotcha. Now, I did read your article today, which is a, a very good article and a very good analysis of the offseason of the Tennessee Titans, by the way. And those that are watching and listening, if you haven't read it, go to ESPN.com to write that report. Titans talk. Definitely something you want to read and, 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 and look at and kind of digest. It's definitely good work, by the way. Appreciate it. Um, Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Now, you did mention, um, you know, of course, with the offseason comes potential cuts. And you did mention they were, I believe, a little over five million over the cap this offseason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and you did mention Janoris Jenkins and Roger Saffold as potential cuts. Now, are there any other pieces that you can think of as potential cuts for the Titans this offseason?
0: Yeah, I mean Jack Rabbit Jenkins is—it's an unfortunate one because he did come in and, and help them out a bit, you know, um, late in the year. Like he got he got some things together. Saffold, obviously, you know, when healthy, he, he's a, a really good player for them. But it's dollars and cents, I think Kendall Lamb is somebody that uh, you, you know could could be a, an option. Um, there, there's a few others as, as well, but yeah, I, I think those three right there you could look at reworking. Um one of the contracts there for uh Derrick Henry, uh Taylor Lewan, any of those as well.
1: Gotcha. Well, I did hear some rumblings. I don't know how true they are about Taylor Lewan potentially being cut. I don't know if I believe them or not. Where but, did you hear yeah. that? What's that? Where did you hear that? I mean, I've seen it in a few different places. Don't necessarily know if it's viable information. That's why I was bringing it to you as opposed to bringing about it like to social media. media. Twitter, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I I would be very surprised if Luana's cut. It's it's they'll look at reworking his deal. It's very unlikely that he's going to get released. Very unlikely. So I don't know. You know what? (laughs) Twitter reporter put that up there for you, but I, I I wouldn't really buy into that.
1: I hear you. And you know I didn't really buy into it, but I just thought it was interesting to even see that even put out there, which I I thought it was an interesting question, but. Um, Now, as far as, uh, of course, signings this offseason, the biggest person they're talking about now is Harold Landry. Now, you did an article on Harold Landry as well. And, you know, what do you – you know, you didn't mention that it would take potentially, you know, big-time money for him to come back, like, you know, pay like one of the top outside linebackers in the game. Um, You know, what kind of range would you say that would be, and do you you have in mind what you think of? i mean
0: you look at bud Dupree's deal the what eighty two million uh it's gonna probably be in that range i mean, you look at i would say probably anywhere from fifteen to eighteen million per year so you you go eighteen million per year on on four years that's it's pretty pretty large money you know um you go five million per year. On on four years, so you're looking at four years 60. So it's, I mean, I think that's kind of like the floor uh, of what the deal would be.
1: Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. And I just wanted, you know, I definitely wanted to ask about those different things because, you know, of course, you know, you have people that get tied into different athletes, different players on teams. And they want to know are they going to stay? Or are they going to go? Are they going to take the money? You know, those type of different things as well. Um, now, as far as free agents outside of the Titans, of course I know they have a, a lot of work to do in terms of creating cap space. But do can you th- do you think of uh I mean honestly the Titan position, that's one position that needs to be upgraded. They got a lot of free agents at that position. You know, I have heard you mention the name David Njoko, and, and I've I've heard the name of Mike Gesicki being mentioned as well. Now, Honestly, in my opinion, I don't know if the Titans have that type of money to bring those two guys in or one of those two guys in. But, you know, in your opinion, do you think it would be more the draft they would approach at that position just based on where they are? Or would you say more of a free agent or a low line free agent?
0: I think it's going to be both and they don't have the money to do it right now. But if they wanted to sign one of those players, there's plenty of things that they could do to sign them. So money really isn't the issue with Gasecki or David Njoku. I think when you look at them, it's just a positional spending. They don't typically spend money on the tight end position. I'm talking about high-end money. Otherwise, Jonathan Smith would be here. And I think him going to the Patriots is the classic example of really where they are as far as the tight end position is concerned. Now, there are some guys that they could sign, whether it's O.J. Howard, Hayden Hurst. Um, You look at like, you know Dalton Schultz will be kind of right in between, like right underneath Gusecki, and and uh, I would say probably above Injoku. Um, that's another name to mention. I know there, uh, there's a match there, so that is something. But I think you look at those lower cost guys, like like I said, Howard, Hurst, um, and, and those types, and then you double down and, and get a tight end or two in the draft. They have Bradley Moore, who they an undrafted free agent. Out of Kansas State, and they really liked him before he got hurt. In fact, he was getting first team reps from time to time during training camp. So that's an option. But the draft, I mean, you got Charlie Kolar out of uh, uh, Iowa State. You got Ruckert out of Ohio State. You got Kate Otten if you want a blocking uh, tight end out of Washington. You want a guy that gives you a a nice uh, vertical type of threat. You got Jelani Woods out of Virginia, who is 6'7, 259. Um, There's a bunch of guys. You want an athlete, you got Chiegu Guano out of um, Maryland, who's a very athletic tight end. He showed off there along with Woods at the East West Shrine Week, and Woods had a touchdown in the game. So those are guys, I mean, there's a bunch of them, man. Um, uh, Greg Dolchich out of uh, UCLA is a guy I really like, enjoyed watching him play, um, big play type of guy. He averaged 17.3, I think, at a yards per catch. So there's a lot of options in the draft tight end wise. I mean, I didn't even mention Cole Turner, who had 11 touchdowns. You know, you're talking about the tight end out of Nevada who who could do it all, too. I mean, there's a lot of guys, a lot of people like Isaiah Likely out of Coastal Carolina. I'm not a big fan, but he is somebody that, you know, could come in and help the the passing game as well.
1: Yeah. Wow. That's a lot of a lot of different pieces that could potentially fit in there. And, uh, you know, definitely uh, for those that didn't know. Uh, Teron is definitely a wealth of knowledge when it comes to draft pieces and players out there. Uh, so when it comes to the draft, he's definitely your guy as well. Um, you know, it, you know, it's definitely gonna be interesting to see how they fill that position and what they do and you know, what the, the brain trust, you know, decides on that. But, you know, before we uh, wrap everything up, I want to go with uh, end everything with a little game of stay or go. I'm going to mention a player. Uh, I, I want to get your thoughts on whether they stay with the Titans, or resign, or if they go. You ready? Yep. All right. We've got Harold Landry, the first one. Does he stay or does he go? I think he stays. All right. Now another one, another key player, Ben Jones. I think he stays as well. Rashawn Evans. He goes. All right, we've got Jayon Brown. He goes. We've got Deontay Foreman.
0: That's a
1: tough one. Um,
0: I hope he stays because I, I, I he's a pretty cool dude. I enjoy talking to him this season. Uh, his story's really good. Um, you know, I'm going to say he stays because they need that change. If they need that guy, uh, you know, just in case Henry's not all the way 100. So yeah, I think he stays.
1: Yeah, that was the one that a, a lot of Titans fans are like. They hope he stays. They have like kind of the same sentiment that you do. Mm-hmm. They hope he stays. They like him. They like what he brought. So that that one that is that's an interesting one to watch. Another interesting one to watch is uh, Nick Westbrook akini
0: Is he a restricted free agent?
1: Uh, I'm not sure if he's restricted or not. To be honest, I don't believe
0: he's he's not unrestricted. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think he stays. I mean, I could check his contract. He's I, if he's any type of free agent it's on. It's, it's restricted, but. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I think he stays. Gotcha. OK, and they, uh, they like him too much. He has value to them. Yeah, he's a restricted free agent.
1: Mm hmm.
0: So they'll they'll put some type of uh, tender on her, on him. Gotcha.
1: Now I'm not sure if Tier Tart is a restrictive free agent or not. Is he a restrictive free agent? Uh, I could
0: check on him. Yeah, uh, um, Westbrook McKinney is an is an ex- exclusive rights free agent. Okay. So, yeah. So there's he he's he'll be back.
1: Gotcha. Gotcha.
0: Um, Tart. Let me just see. I don't believe he's a free agent either. But huh. if anything, he's he's a. Let me see. What what is Yeah, he signed a three-year deal. Okay. I'm So. Gotcha. You know, I don't think he
1: was. Gotcha, gotcha. I thought he was a restricted, but I. I could be completely wrong there, and of course, my apologies to the listeners and the watchers of the of, of the show. But my apologies there. But you know, definitely, uh, just wanted to, of course, throw some names out there of uh, you know some different guys that some decisions might have to be made on. Yeah, it's yeah. Gotcha. Well, hey, I I, I guess I can uh, get it wrong sometimes, right? <laughs> I mean, you didn't even
0: ask about any of the tight ends who are actually free agents.
1: Yeah, I know. I thought about asking about them, but I I, 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 I kind of in my mind think they all gone, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, yeah
0: they're so, probably gone, so we'll see how that yeah.
1: works out. Yeah, I had it in my mind already. It was like, yeah, they're probably going to be gone. So I didn't, I didn't want to ask you those because I was like, yeah. I was like, eh, they'll probably be out of here. And <laughs> probably just for yeah, I, mean, I I would
0: assume it's in your mind that Jalen Brown and Rashawn Evans would be going too. You know, that's. Uh, yeah. And, and actually, yeah. So Tart is an exclusive rights free agent as well. So okay. these guys aren't like, they're not true free agents. I mean, there's there's basically still, for the most part, uh, if, if the Titans want them back, they could easily have them back.
1: Gotcha. You, gotcha. You. Well, that definitely was an interesting game of, uh, of course, stay and go. But, uh, you know, definitely want to thank you for coming on. Thank you for giving us some knowledge. Thank you for uh, talking football with me. And uh, for those that aren't aware, can you tell them where they can uh, catch your amazing work and where they can catch you on social media?
0: Yeah, at TDavenport underscore NFL on social media, um, ESPN.com, the Titans page. You just click NFL, click team, and then Titans. And then uh, talking with TD on Spotify, Google Podcasts, iTunes, and all those other platforms.
1: Yeah, for those that don't want don't listen to uh, uh, talking with TD. Oh man, it's always it's always a fun show. I did catch the show where he talked to the tight end from Virginia, so I, yeah. I wasn't surprised you mentioned his name. But I, I've got to watch the tape on him. But man, I, just hearing the measurables, that guy's gonna be a, 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 a dangerous weapon for somebody.
0: Yeah, eighty-four inch wingspan. So he, yeah, it's. I will yeah. have we'll have Cole Turner and Charlie Kohler on this week. So keep it tight gotcha. and rolling. We have Valus Jones uh Jr. Yep. Uh, Tennessee, the receiver. We had him on last week's show as well.
1: Yes, sir. Definitely a good interview with him as well. Uh thank you for everyone tuned in. Uh, you've been watching and listening to Touring the ASC South with your host, Mike Patton. We're out.